And we're back. This is the F1 Money Gang. F1 Capper here with you. Today, we got Lights Out, Tegrity. We got our, our own Renegade as well. We are going to talk a little bit about Monza this weekend as we get back into it. I know we have a couple weeks off after this. So this is the last last European race, actually. And uh, yeah, so Monza GP, very quickly, we'll just kind of run through it. We got the C1, C2, C3 compounds. We're talking about a 306-kilometer track, about 53 laps we're looking at. Um, obviously a lot of straight line speed. We've seen a lot of that here recently, uh, with some of the tracks, uh, weather right now we're looking at Friday potential rain, um, keeps changing, could probably be zero at some point, uh, for Saturday, Sundays, well, low chances of rain about 25, de 25 degrees Celsius. I think that converts to 75 degrees Fahrenheit and yeah, so let's dig right into it guys last week pretty solid week actually um i think between all of us we collectively had picked around a seven about seven units on the day eight and five uh i'm not gonna lie i think i kind of had some some fortunes there with with my pick but you know what sometimes luck will go your way sometimes it doesn't so i'll take it uh still don't think that uh I still think Russell was the better driver at the end of the day, but you can fight me about that. Anyways, we'll just dive right into it, guys. Let's let's see. Lights, what what's going on? What picks have uh, have you made so far this week? If you have made any, hey hey guys, back for the last week of the triple header. Um, it seems like bookies are a little tired of our shit, man. They uh, they don't have many markets up. Uh... It's it's crazy, right? Like we had Bavada up for I don't know, maybe 24 hours before they said, "Nah, we're gonna take it down." Yeah, we were just um, crowdsourcing uh, engine grid penalty. Sorry, new engine grid penalty rumors and news and nuking a few of their lines. And uh, yeah, one of the major bookies just said, "Fuck it, we'll we'll catch you guys after Friday after news is official. We're tired of bleeding out money to you guys." So. Once again, another bookie takes the L on the money gang from uh, from their F1 markets. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, right now I'm just kind of surfing through. Just some, I mean, there's no head-to-heads for Bavada, although they do have some still hanging around at MGM. Um, I don't know if it was more robust on MGM when, it, when the lines first opened, but um, yeah, it sounds like they are definitely catching on and we can see it too, right? We've seen some of these odds shift uh, as the weeks have gone on. One example, Alpine top 10, you know, we were seeing at one point, even earlier in the season, there were plus odds as top 10. And then of course they started learning even two weeks ago, minus 110 for top 10. And what are we at this time? I mean, I think we're, we're talking about 150, 175. Once minus one seventy five for both teams, uh, both team drivers to finish in top ten for Alpine. So that's just one example of how we are trying to find the best lines possible and maximizing those odds. Yep, exactly. Um, I think Alpine started what twelfth and thirteenth or thirteenth, fourteenth last week, and they both still got in. So um, you know, if they're ever not going to do it, it was going to be last week. Sounds like based on out, outright pace, they should be there every week. Uh, just a matter of if they catch a DNF or not. 
Um, but one, one bookie still offering qualifying head to head lines is cool bet. And we talk about them a lot in the chat, like anybody who isn't American, not a book that the U S citizens have access to, but if you're in the Scandinavian countries in Europe, or if you're in Canada, uh, cool bet offers F1 markets and they still have their qualifying lines. So one, one, uh, engine good penalty rumor is Bottas. Obviously his engine will once again failed on him last week. And, um, uh, Chris Mech posted an article right on the F1 site where Bottas is quoted saying this engine is pooched. Essentially, this engine is pooched. We're going to need a new one next week. So that's all but a lock if a driver is saying that. Uh, Alfa Romeo doesn't seem like a team interested in, in uh, rebuilding their engines and, and going on used engines like Lewis had to do last week. So um, that is still a rumor at this point. It won't be confirmed until they actually take the penalty and use the new engine in a session, which should happen Friday FP1. So in the meantime, Coolbet still has that qualifying market um, being offered and Zhou Guan Yu is still the dog at plus 120. So that is absolutely my hammer. Uh, I'm going to put two units on it. We've said in the chat, this is a 50-50 play when these two drivers are big on big, but with this, uh, with Bottas taking the penalty, we don't expect it to be big on big. We expect Bottas to coast uh, and probably try to give Joe a, uh, a bit of a, a toe in Q1 to at least get him into Q2. And that way he can start a little higher up on the grid. So that should be uh, Alfa Romeo's strategy going into qualifying, which would make Joe uh, a high probability to hit his head to head over Bottas, even though Coolbet's still offering it at, at plus 120. Uh, if you do see other bookies offering that line and it's anywhere under minus 200, it's a pretty solid play. Uh, and you said well, FP1? Did you qualify? Qualifying? Okay, gotcha. All right. So you heard it there. Joe over Botas plus 120. Yeah, I'm, I know that we, we've been trying to figure out who's taking the engine penalties. We tried to predict that last week did not go as well. Um, although it was, it was probably going to happen. Um, I guess we just saw that somehow the Mercedes were really getting that pace going on Friday, which, which was good for them. Um, yeah. So let's go on to the next, the next one. Renegade. What's going on, man. Hi, good to be back after missing last week. Uh, we had a yeah. nice safety car at the end at Zambor. That saved a lot of us. Yeah. No, we're 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 glad you're back. I know we had your your one week absence, and yeah. So what's what are uh, I see you were posting a lot this week as well. I see. Yeah, that I found some lines. Yeah. So uh, the first one I made is uh, Fernando Alonso to win without the big six, and I posted it at two point five, but you can it's. It's gone down a bit. You can get it at 2.25 at William Hill. And uh, it's also available at two at evens, two, 2.0 at NGM. Uh, so this is really a bet just for Alonso to beat Norris. And um, I think at Monza, straight line speed is important. Alpine have the straight line speed over um, McLaren. I think uh, we lose him there. I think we lost him there for a second, but let me just repeat what he he said. Alonzo, the big six, I think what that means for, for any new better. Um, you take away the top six drivers, so obviously Red Bull, Mercedes, and uh, Ferrari. So who would be the winner out of that? Uh, you end up with 
whoever you can pick. I think at the odds that he was mentioning for anyone that doesn't know the decimal odds, he said 2.25, just subtract one and you got plus 125 for that said even as low as even. So um, if you can find it at even or plus 125, that should be back. Oh, you're back. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No problem. I was just repeating yeah. that for you. I was just saying, I think uh, Alpine should have the straight line speed uh, so they can, you know, optimize in the corners, but McLaren are going to have to put a really low drag wing on and it should, should, uh, it's going to make them suffer a bit more. And if Alonso gets that track position, I think it's going to be hard for Norris to make any sort of overtake. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was digging deep into the McLaren uh, just telemetry for Spa, as you guys saw that I was doing that last night with Stroll and some of the others just to see what the, what the straight line speeds were. And I'm not going to lie. McLaren seemed kind of fast on the straights. It's kind of scary. But against Alonzo, Alonzo was better. Or let me just say Alpine because... You could argue, and I think we saw uh, at Zambor where Alonso had track position just at the end. Yeah, and Norris had uh, newer tires, but he couldn't get past. Yeah, and they just completely. I. It's easy to say Ricardo just was doing shitty. I mean, yeah, sure, you can see that with your your troop your eyes if you're watching. But I also think McLaren really fucked his strategy to just show him to be there in 17th. I, I just looking back, they did. They were just being wonky with the tire selection. It was kind of nutty. And let's not forget, Ricardo last year won this race. So he does like it here. I don't know. It's something I'm looking at, but that's besides the point. Alonzo, big six. How many units are you putting on this one? If you have, you bet it already, right? He's gone, buddy. He's gone. He left me. Sorry for our for our listeners. Uh, Renegade is all the way in the UK, so it's almost midnight his time. His internet is probably not working. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. And he's back. There he is. <laughs> but I did see he has one unit on it. One unit. But he has it one unit at 250, so plus 150 in American odds. Pretty good price right there, man. Good odds. Um, Renegade, did you have anything else to close out with? Uh, I had one more bet on the MGM, uh, okay. which was uh, or B win if you're in outside the US, same odds. Uh, there was a race uh, boost, it's under that category, and it's for over 17 and a half classified finishers and over 2.5 leaders, and that was odds at 4.5. Yep. And if you just put the two odds together on take bet 365's odds, it makes around 2.5. So there's a lot of difference in that, in just the price. It's good value. Although I was looking at the classified finishers and uh, it's only hit one out of the last five. That track does seem to cause a bit of carnage. I think last year there was five DNFs. But a lot of them are situational, like Hamilton uh, having Lewis Hamilton on top of him yeah. and on the on the gravel. But yeah, it's interesting. I I I dig that over seventeen and a half. 
I mean, you have it combined with the over leader, but it is something I've contemplated. Now I'm staying away from the over under this week. Um, you know, turn one obviously is notorious for either just being a wreck fest or everyone just somehow just gets it clean, no problems, and everyone gets through. But yeah, last year, I, I believe it was Gasly who had his wing taken off early on, just going through the turn, barely too. It didn't even look like there was that much of a, a hit. So assuming that everyone raced is clean, it should be a pretty clean race at the beginning. Um, yeah, you but that's, you just never know, right? But I think that what you're trying to do here is, yeah, you're combining the over with, you know, two and a half. There, there could be carnage, but I think at those odds at 450, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's not bad at all, actually. That is, that would be one I would probably take a chance on if I were going to do it. But you got how much? One and a half units on that one? Uh, yeah, one and a half. All right. Awesome. I'd like it. Integrity. What's going on, my man? What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Good. Getting ready for another Free Money Friday, you know. Yeah, yeah. this is, for all of you that don't know, Free Money Friday is where I think we make most of our money. And it's all thanks to you guys, not even me. But you guys are the, the free practice kings, especially Tegrity. I think his best performance is on FP1 and 2, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you, what, do you have anything for us? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we, we had another good one last week. Uh, we had the Vettel over Botus that cashed on two units. Always mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, we, of course, so that's what's been said before, but the books are sort of not very being friendly right now. Um, so not too much on the offer, uh, but I did find one. that's just been a really good trend all year, and that's going to be the Ferrari winning car. Right now, that's priced at plus 175. So bet 100 win 175. Uh, just quick stats on the year that's hit nine out of 15 times. Um, one of those losses was a fluke drive by Gasly to start the season. And of course, of course, the uh, hurricane and Silverstone. Um, so nine to 13, really without those, I think that's a good way to better look at it. Um, Red Bull so far, they've gotten three. And of course, Russell had one last week. So out of, uh, if you take the nine out of 15, you're sitting about a 6% chance of cashing. I think it's a better idea just to go nine nine of thirteen, so a good seventy percent. Uh, just even with um, similar tracks, like, you know, like Spa or even Miami with the long straights, just Charles and company have been able to keep up and get that FP one in time in. So I feel real good about that. I'm gonna lay a unit and a half on that, and yep, feel pretty good. Okay, so repeat the bet again one more time. Ferrari winning car, and that's sitting at plus one seventy five. Plus one seventy five. No, I love it. One one and a half units. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you're in the discord, you, you probably heard us chirping a lot about this in the past few days uh, where we, yeah, we're kind of on the Ferrari bandwagon this weekend or this, this week. Um, Yes, we are afraid of the clown show. That is every week. It seems like with Ferrari, just when you think, Oh, wow, they're not going to be that dumb. Oh, wow, they are that dumb. But you just can't factor those things, right? You can't predict those things. Those are just factors of... There's no way anyone can can predict that that outcome. So you can only predict what, what you can in this situation is how is the car performing? What's their pace like? And we saw it this week. 
um, at the, at the Dutch DP, which is, they just, they, they seem to have the speed. They seem to have the pace that could have matched max, even though max was definitely better in the race. And actually Mercedes was, was up there too, which was kind of scary for Ferrari, but they ended up, you know, getting up there in what third place. I think this track does suit them well. Um, so yeah, I definitely do dig that Ferrari winning car. Yeah, just to clear that, this for FP1, not the race. Uh, oh, that's not for that's right. Oh, no, my no, bad. No, 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 no. you but, know me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm and, not trusting the cloud show. And actually, no, that's true. That's true. But here, <laughs> here's another stat for you on this. I think I took, I went back on the, I think the past five races and just, I wanted to see what was the FP1 podium like. Outside of this weekend, the last two were Signs Leclerc, Max, Signs, Max Leclerc. French GP, Leclerc, Max signs. Mm-hmm. And then finally you had Max Leclerc, Russell in Austria in the Dutch GP though. It was very interesting. It was Russ ham and signs. And this is all FP one though. So it is it. I mean, yeah, to your point, they seem to want to turn it on in FP one. I don't know. Do a lot of testing for all I know, as we all know, FP one is really just kind of getting the car out there just figuring it out what the balance is like but just everything all all everything about the car so um let me lean into ferrari while we're into it since i've got to make a pick and full disclosure i haven't bet anything this week and it kind of goes back to the books are not giving me anything that i like right now i've i've been teased but if for the sake of the podcast i am going to give a pick i will take the race pick and or I'm sorry, not race. I will take qualifying, and I think I'm going to take signs. Or uh, let me go back and see just very quickly. I, I'm sorry, FP1. I'm going to take signs plus five hundred. So I'm going to take signs plus five hundred. I'm only doing a half unit. I'm not going to say I want to put a full unit on it. But this kind of goes back to Tegrity's uh, analysis, and I kind of agree with it that this this could be a track where they will put some pressure on them, on on Red Bull. I just can't see where Max is going to go out and really show his cards to to begin with. The track is not really a super technical track. It's just a lot of high speed. Yes, turn one is is probably one of the worst chicanes I've ever seen in my life because you're just going full speed and got to break hard, get into that turn. But again, going to your point, integrity, that's why I would just lean in on, on signs to win FP one. i kind of like it at plus 500. And again, just for fun. Um, yeah. So I think all of us have made one pick. Let's, let's go for another round and see what other odds we've either made a pick leans or anything like that. Rennie, let's go back to you. I know you've had some some mic issues. I think you're good now. Yeah, I'm good. What what else have you been uh, eyeing this week? So I was looking for podium bets. Uh, I wasn't really sure, but I'd say if if we get confirmation that Hamilton isn't taking a good uh, a new engine, then I think I'd back him because I. Uh, in Zambor, Leclerc was going to finish off the podium if there was no safety car. And I think Ferrari lacks that race pace. And with Perez, 
I don't know if it's a track that's just going to drag him up to the podium, but skill-wise, uh, he's not close to Hamilton. And he does have the race pace from Russell. So I think at 172 later on, uh, if he's not taking a penalty, I would lean to taking that. And repeat that bet again one more time. Uh, so that's Lewis Hamilton podium, uh, just one unit, 1.72 odds. 1.27 or 1.72. Yeah, I apologize, guys. Today, it's uh, I'm, I'm just working off low fuel in my body. So, uh, okay. I, I mean, love it. I mean, lights, nose. I love it. I love Lewis Hamilton. He's awesome. He's the best, the greatest. Right, lights? Don't you agree with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like for race pace, I don't know what <laughs> what Mercedes gonna bring. Um, no, I'm just I'm just teasing you, man. I know that we have our our Max versus Lewis shenanigans constantly going. Um, but yeah, what do you think actually about this pick? Truthfully, well, I saw. I think it was Cody Zeeb had uh, Hamilton fastest lap at plus fourteen hundred. I don't mind that. Um, I don't really know what Mercedes is going to bring this weekend for pace. <clears throat> Obviously the track favors Red Bull, um, but we know Ferrari is going to bring it in every single session. So I think those Ferrari FP1 bets are looking really, really good. Um, Science has a new engine, I think it sounds like. So he should absolutely shred the entire field on FP1. Um, except maybe Bottas. They can have the new, new power unit showdown, <clears throat> but um yeah, as for Mercedes, I don't know. Maybe you guys have better insight in terms of technical fit on the track. Seems like they might be in no man's land, but at the same time, on race day, Mercedes has proven time and again um, they have the pace. Like if it wasn't for a you know Ferrari being on their home track, I would say pretty much bank on both the Ferrari driver or sorry both the Mercedes drivers at least gaining one spot essentially on the Ferrari driver in front of them. Like between Leclerc and and Signs. Um, you just know on the race day, if one of them starting in the top three, they're probably not going to end up there. They're going to lose spots just based on team strategy. So um, I don't know what your thoughts are on Mercedes on this track. Obviously, Hamilton, always a good racer, uh, should be should be a favorite for podium. But like I said, it's Ferrari's home track and Red Bull has a track fit. So signs starting in the back could could catch up to all of them very quickly. And I think it's a six horse race this weekend for for um, any of those top spots, really. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely showing in their pace. Lewis and Russell are just driving out of their minds in that car. The car is getting better for sure. Um, and we saw that last week. And actually, they were, they were really closing in the gap. And it was very impressive what Mercedes was able to do. But yeah, you're, it's true. The track fit here is it's a little different. We're talking about just, I mean, it's pretty much like what I would say three high speed just straights i mean yeah one of them is definitely an actual straight the others are technically not but not a lot of turns not a lot of technical turns it's just it's a lot of high speed and that doesn't really bode well for mercedes um but you don't you never know like they've been improving week in week out i was actually super impressed with their their pace in spa i did not expect them to be like that up that high up there however they still were a little bit slower in terms of the straights. I mean, Red Bull is just 
they're just killing it on the straights. Um, Ferrari, actually, their advantage, and it goes back to what I said last week, they're just better with with breaking into turns. Um, their, do- their downforce setup is just completely different than anyone else on the grid. That's how they make up time. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I see that Merck may have a little struggle this week. But going back to Cody's pick, I, I, I love that for a fastest lap because you just never know what, what the situation may be, whether if it's max, he's on an older set of tires. He's just at the tail end of the last 10 laps. Maybe there's just just this wide gap between, you know, Ferrari and Red Bull and then Mercedes Mercedes says, Hey, let's just go ahead and steal a point. Why not? Let's pit for the softs, get you that point. You know, that helps Hamilton or Russell. Um, But I know he picked Hamilton you just never know, but at plus 1400, obviously it's always a good gamble on Lewis Hamilton. So yeah, like the fastest lap on any given Sunday is going to, it's a one in six chance, right? Those top three teams. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see odds long past 400, they're definitely worth a sprinkle no matter the team. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So we got two from Rennie. Let's we'll continue on. What's your second bet? Oh, good question. Um, I don't want to like overload the bets if, if you're tailing us FP one, but the signs head to head minus one ten over Leclerc has been solid in FP one. It's, it's hit the last three races in a row. And then it seems like Leclerc turns it on for FP two and three. So that's one to check out if you're interested. Um, I don't know. Just looking at the sheet here. Maybe my second one is Red Bull fastest pit. It just, it's Red Bull versus the world right now in every single category. They are just, showing their championship team from top to bottom. Um, yeah, my, minding the details for sure. Perez won this market. Um, you know, everybody was in the 2.3 range and he had the, the shortest one at 2.3. And then just for good measure, they put on a 2.09. I think as far as I know, that's the fastest pit of the season. So they're on fire right now. Uh, there was some discussion in the Discord about tailing, sorry, not tailing, sprinkling uh, Alpha Torre, Aston Martin, and McLaren. Those are kind of, the other three teams that could knock Red Bull off the fastest pit title. So if you see anything north of like plus 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 worth a sprinkle there. But um, yeah, I know, I know it's only two drivers against the field for fastest pit stop, but Red Bull is just so on top of it right now. It's them versus the world. And uh, I'll happily back that at minus 150. And I'll give a shout out to RJ Vila Gomez from the F1 Gambling Podcast because he's the one who put me onto it. I was trying to get cute, sprinkling long shots, and I just got tired of donating to the bookies. So last week I just backed Red Bull fastest pit, and it was an absolute easy cash. All right, so we got so we we went from going long shots to just to the chalk right there. All right, what was the odds? On Minus one fifty. Minus one fifty. Yeah, I think uh, I honestly do not follow the fastest pit stops. I see you guys posting the <laughs> stats, and I think I played it. I played it last week, I think it was. I think that was one of them, Alpine, and then Alpha Tori at one point. And I said, yeah, that was fun. I think I'm just going to enjoy not giving my money away <laughs> to that anymore. So, uh, I think yeah. With, with the long shots on the pit stops, what you want is a one-stop race because you don't want Red Bull having too many pit stops to get that like 2.2 seconds. God, and that's... one of them might fluke it. 
That's so sharp right there. That is that is such a good point. And what we're we're expecting maybe a one-stop race this weekend. That's kind of what they would try to shoot for. Uh, I just seeing how the weather is going to play out and we've seen this multiple times safety cars can also impact this there's sometimes you're just going to get multiple um multiple pit stops so but i love that thought right there so limit the amount of pits so take the ones maybe this is the weekend to take it to take those long shots yeah even late in the race like when they're going for fastest lap they're putting on softs seems like the pit crews slow down a bit like they're in no rush to bang out on those first pit stops when it's like it comes down to you know two tenths or whatever they're yeah. trying really hard but at the end of the race it seems like they take an extra second just to make sure the tires are bolted on properly and they don't totally blow the guy's race yeah good point good point so if, it, just... if, if it one pit strategy is in play then uh i would i would say take renegade's advice and sprinkle some long shots so you have a better chance of hitting and the bookies aren't going to factor that shit in like they F1's too niche for them to think about that stuff yet. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, guys, I think we've all made two pecs except for myself. And I and I don't I don't even know where to what to pick. I, I'm really just looking forward to head to heads. Uh, as most of you know, head to head is kind of my jam. It's where I make most of my bread right there. Um, if I'm gonna have to force just any kind of pick. And again, full disclosure, haven't bet. I mean, I'm just kind of just throwing it out there. Um, MGM does have Lance Stroll at plus 150. I talked about it. I've tweeted about it. I don't, I don't really love it, but I also don't hate it yet. I just see Aston Martin is just improving in a way where they're, they're getting their race pace and just a sneaky thing that people haven't been realizing is Stroll has been really a steady ship the the past what five or six races. I mean, he's been tenth, eleventh, eleventh, tenth. I mean, and then he's he's having to battle out with Vettel. So you have to think just if one guy goes DNF in the in the top ten or slips back, whatever the situation may be, he's gonna just be right up there. Um, this is the type of track too. If you actually have pretty good long straight speed, you will catch your your opponent or whoever's in front of you fairly quick. Um, just don't mess up. That's the only downside to, to this bet, of course, any bet. But I guess I, w- I would have to just lean in on on stroll and 150. Maybe I'll put another half unit just because we're trying to put some units on this thing. Again, I expect that I'll have way more better bets as the weekend goes along, especially as we see FP1, 2, and 3. Um, so, yeah. So, stroll points. What's with stroll points? What was your bet? Say it again. Oh, stroll top 10 plus 150, which is on MGM right now. Yeah. And I would just comment that this is where the Discord really helps. So, if you're listening to this and you're not in our money gang discord, get in there. It's absolutely free. And you're talking with other sharps because stroll for a lot of people is on the no bet list. Like I'm never backing that guy. He's Lance stroll. You know, he, he sucks. He's a pay driver, limited upside. But last week, I think, um, yeah, between, between you and a few other guys, like just showing the data, it was like, okay, yeah, Lance stroll is solid. So, 
Uh, we took his under on underdog under 11.5 that hit with ease. We took his points bet. We took his head to head against uh, his teammate Vettel. It was just a profitable weekend backing stroll. So um, yeah, just, you know, hop in the discord and, and team up with some other guys to, to look at different angles and it just helps with your biases and, and helps you rethink things. Yeah. And honestly, if you're in the discord, you're on Twitter or however, I mean, you can just DM me, tweet me, just say, hey, I would be interested to see X data on this person. Again, I'd like to go through the telemetry and and just just see comparisons between drivers. And, and it gives me an idea of who actually is is doing well, because I mean, yeah, in a race, an outcome may not actually tell the full story, but. Yeah, that's exactly what was going on. I was just kind of over the week seeing that Aston Martin was just doing a lot better. Um, it may not be showing in the results, but you you can see promise from their car. So yeah, I guess that's why I'm kind of leaning into that stroll. But we'll see. Um, again, I haven't bet this thing yet. I don't have access to MGM, unfortunately. But if I had plus 150, I definitely would have nibbled at, at a half unit going into the weekend. So... But I think we're about at time, guys. I, I I love the conversation. I love that we're able to talk about these lines early on, hear everyone's inputs. And I, I'm really looking forward to this weekend before we have, a, a I think, about a couple-week break uh, for Singapore, I think, is the, it's the next race. We're, we're really getting down to stre- uh, stretch here. What's up? Uh, Dolcetto has a pick, too, if you want to rattle it off. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, Dolcetta has a pick. He has Perez podium at minus 110. Uh, I, he doesn't have a write up. He said he'll have a write up in the Discord. So, again, if you join our Discord, you'll be able to see all the write ups from all these super sharp guys. Um, but it's, I, it looks like he is really, uh, and this is for the race. It sounds like I don't think he mentioned practice. So um, he was six and one in the discord posted plays last week. Again, get into our discord. You will see all these things in real time. And also don't forget, we also have a promo code with underdog fantasy sports. Uh, it's F one money gang. It gives you a hundred dollar instant deposit match. If you d- deposit a hundred, hundred bucks, you get a hundred dollars. Uh, we did do well last week. We plan to do another podcast Saturday to talk about the underdog lines for Sunday. We will be talking about underdog as well going into qualifying. I believe Lights and I have have found that Saturday is where we can maximize our success with underdog picks. So please look for uh, look for those. Um, ask us questions on Twitter or Discord. We're happy to answer them. So, uh, any last thoughts, guys? Um, I would just say to watch the news for Lewis. Um, if he's definitely didn't take that great penalty, uh, Russell over him and qualifying is definitely something to watch for. Okay. Yeah. And uh, signs to Botas. Look for the engine penalties overall. This is yeah. this part of the season where all of this comes out. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I look forward to watching the race and, and chatting with you guys over the weekend. Absolutely. All righty.